Hello and welcome to Postgres FM, a weekly show about all things PostgreSQL. I'm Michael, founder of PG Mustard. This is my co-host Nikolai, founder of Postgres AI. Hey Nikolai, what are we talking about today? Hi Michael, let's talk about something priceless, time, timestamps, time zones and so on. I like the priceless reference, that's great. Yeah, so this is another uh, listener request from quite a while ago. Let's keep this episode short. It's about time. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, it's a great suggestion, great request. It's one of our earliest requests, actually. So it was specifically about timestamps in general and time math or arithmetic, maybe. So, yeah, it's quite broad, but also I guess we can take it in a few di- different directions. Where did you want to start? Let's start with idea that timestamp with time zone should be always preferred over regular timestamp without time zone. What do you think about this idea? Yeah, so I guess we're jumping into the specific data types here on how we're storing these in the database. And there's a couple Postgres lets you use timestamp and timestamp TZ. So timestamp without time zone and timestamp with time zone. I think it's quite a confusing name and that the reference I normally point people to is the Postgres wiki. They've got an excellent list that's quite aggressively titled called Don't Do This. But one of the, they, they, it is, it's aggressively titled, but it also includes information on when you, when it might make sense, you know, what are the exceptions? But one of the, one of the ones that has very few exceptions is you probably always want timestamp TZ. Uh, when you're storing these. Right. And uh, since it's a cu- couple of more letters, it's easier to write just timestamp and then realize that maybe it was not the best choice. But I would uh, like to uh, mention that uh, usually, this it's my perception, usually uh, you think about timestamps as, as something bigger than the regular numbers, uh, integers, especially if it's with something else like time zone, right? If you think about storage, you maybe think, okay, I maybe need to use regular numbers. And of course, I don't want to bump into the limit of four byte integer. So I will choose eight byte integer, right? So in int eight or big int. And then you realize that regular timestamp is also eight bytes. And then you realize that timestamp with time zone is also eight bytes. They are all eight bytes. So the choice should not be based on storage here. Int, int, a big int, timestamp or timestamp tz. Yeah, timestamp with time zone. If we it, timestamp to that is 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 postgresism, because it's a standard way, a SQL standard way or data type is timestamp with time zone for four words. So I personally try to encourage all engineers usually to choose by default choose timestamp to that, explaining that there is no storage benefits of regular timestamp, right? Yeah, exactly. And there's loads of benefits of the timestamp TZ. So for example, if you're doing, I guess we'll go, go on to arithmetic later, but if we're calculating the difference between a timestamp, at least in the UK, I think a lot of, in, in the US, a lot of other countries observe daylight savings. If we're doing arithmetic between two timestamps and what, and then we're crossing a, a boundary like a daylight savings boundary, we won't get the right answer if we're, or we're more likely to have issues if we're using timestamp without time zone. So Postgres can handle all of that stuff. That complicated stuff, the reasons people talk about times being difficult, that's, that can all be handled by Postgres if we're telling it that this is, um, and I, I guess, should we, should we mention the name? It's not the with time zone, I think is, it puts people off and is confusing. From the wiki, I stole their description that timestamp is a bit like 
a photograph of a calendar and a clock, but you have no context. And a timestamp with time zone, it knows, or it's, it, firstly, it can convert that, or it does convert that to UTC. And it, it has the context of a point in time. So it, it knows when that is, is rather than uh, what it is. Right. Like. And uh, the resulting value will depend on the context which you can uh, change in any session. So one session sees one value, uh, final value, another session sees another value just because they are sitting in different time zones. So that's why it's more flexible and convenient and so on. Yeah. So you've already, you've already touched on the storage efficiency. Are there any other kind of performance related things that you want to talk about? Actually, good question. I don't know. I never thought about like timestamps is that less performant. I never tried to measure it. It's a good question, but I think I doubt uh, there is a big difference here. Based on my understanding of how they're stored, I don't see how they could be. But yeah, let us know if you know differently. Yeah, you need, uh, of course, you need to, to like to do some arithmetic uh, operation uh, in runtime if you have with time zone. But I don't know. I think it's uh, very small. Of course, an interesting exercise to compare and, and see some differences. Maybe there are already uh, ex- these exercises in some blog posts. I don't know. But uh, I wanted to mention a de- dangerous part of SQL standard, uh, which is uh, operator called uh, add time zone. It's very dangerous. It, it's the ugliest parts, the ugliest corners of uh, this huge building called SQL standard. So. It can be very tricky if you don't know there is danger. It's like nulls, right? <laughs> so nulls are dangerous and at time zone is dangerous. If you check how it works and uh, what is resulting data type for each value, for timestamp, it will produce timestamp at time zone. For timestamp at time zone, it will produce timestamp. If you take timestamp without time zone and say at time zone, it, you will have timestamp at time, some time zone. If you take a timestamp at some time zone and say at time zone, it will produce timestamp without time zone. And this is, this is from standard as I remember. So if you go there, just open the reference, <laughs> right? And uh, do a- any movements with reference. No movements without it, right? <laughs> just, just a warning for you. So. Performance, I, I, I didn't think we will discuss a lot of performance uh, questions. Maybe just the idea that, of course, it's perfectly indexable, uh, both timestamp and timestamp TZ. If you have such columns, uh, you can index them. But uh, I had uh, several times, I had a case in my engineering, pra- engineering practice when I needed to have um, something like age. By, by the way, there is such function age which you can give either two timestamps to it and it will just calculate interval. Oh, there is interval time, uh, data type. It's it's whole new world. Uh, time ranges, intervals, and so on. So you can give two points in time and it will, it will calculate a difference. Or you can ju- just give one timestamp and it will compare it with current time. Right? And uh, it will be just a regular like age. So you say, like, my birthday is this. And it gives you age uh, as interval. But I wanted to store it, this interval, and uh, then I I wanted to index it several times. And uh, always it was a question how to do it, because you cannot have an index uh, on something which involves time zone, because uh, it's volatile, right? It depends on on the context on your session. If If you change time zone in session saying, say time zone to 
I don't know, like uh, Europe, Berlin or something like this. Uh, in this case, you will, or new time zone, by the way, uh, Europe, Kiev. There is new time zone. Yeah, but it's not a benefit from Postgres. Coming from Postgres itself, it's it's lower level. It's Sorry, I, I don't know libraries, but it's coming from under underlying software. So if you set it in session, the value will be different and probably interval will be different. So you cannot index it easily. If, if you, for example, you want to index expression, you store time zone, but you want to index to support fast lookups based on age. And uh, my workaround was uh, I switched to different uh, approach to store time I, uh, based on Unix timestamps and so on. I just said, okay, but Unix timestamps are limited on one end, on the beginning, uh, 1970, maybe January 1st, I don't remember, but, but some, some point in time in 1970. And then it's just a number of seconds uh, passed. The Unix timestamp is number of seconds passed since then. By the way, I, I wish in Postgres it would be easier to convert from timestamp to Unix timestamp back and forth. It's it's quite uh, quite an expression. Uh, you need to always to Google it. Uh, the Stack Overflow or something will help you, right? It's uh, memorize it like memorize it. it takes uh, like five years of practicing constantly to to write it uh, blindly. So Unix timestamps are limited on one end. They are technically limited because of capacity of integers on another end. But my idea was, okay, I say our software will exist only till 2050. So we have some line and we can measure, we can see progress and we can have ranges. And this is very stable already. Of course, I lose type zone benefits and flexibility, convenience. But I, I'm on perfect range of numbers. We live, this is our universe, right? And we deal with only with points on this range. And it's it, anything you do there, you can index any expression, anything. So this is, was my approach as a workaround. Maybe there are other approaches to, to deal with age and, uh, and uh, still build an index on some expression involving, involving age. But usually it's a trick and people bump into it and think, Oh, what to do? So, uh, what else? What else uh, do you have in mind related to timestamps? So, well, quickly while we're like, because I don't think we'll come back to performance, I guess this is a good time to mention that obviously B tree indexes work nicely for uh, things that are sorted like this, but we've also had a, we've done a, an episode on Brin indexes. So it's uh, timestamps are probably the most common use of Brin indexes that I've seen. I, I think that's what they're, they're mostly used for in the wild. So, yeah, refer back to that maybe if that's of interest. You mentioned intervals. Should we cover those now? Yeah, but but one one more comment about indexes. Uh, there is a very popular type of index called Gin, right? And there is a big problem uh, that usually you have a full text search and uh, you want to order by some uh, number or timestamp. And f to solve this, there is an index called RAM. It's not present, I think, on RDS. I, I remember I personally asked them to consider it. But the problem with it, uh, usually index size is huge. I know Superbase, by the way, includes it, Ram. I, okay. I wonder what is the, what's experience there, because my experience was, uh, I, I considered it several times, and uh, every time I considered it, uh, Ram was huge. So idea of Ram is you have gene plus you have knowledge about some timestamp, or in integer eight. They originally developed only timestamp support, 
But I asked also to add integer 8. They, they did. It was many years ago. So now it has both options. So RAM is like gin extended with some timestamp. So now you can have in single index scan, you can have almost single index scan, but you can have uh, both operations covered, full text search and order by some timestamp, which is perfect for search in some comments. For example, you always usually want uh, fresh comments coming first, right? So it's a very great idea. I wish Postgres, uh, like it would be more uh, include to core uh, contribution models, maybe contrib contrib models, but it's not. And it has issues with size and, and uh, affecting performance and so on. But idea is great. And like, I mean, the goal is great. So also related to timestamps. So it's interesting that it injects timestamp to Jim and it becomes RAM. Very strange, right? <laughs> At the risk of going off topic, I know gin is not named after the alcohol uh, and rum, I think, is a play on that, that it is. But there's also, I heard, I uh, only read briefly about it, but uh, an index type called vodka as well by the same team. It was only like uh, in development and never reached some like production uh. stage. But rum is quite like it's quite finished and you can consider it. But uh, like I, I just I'm just saying that my personal experience was not perfect. But it doesn't mean that there is no need. Need is, is huge. Like usually we end up having two types of plans. Like either Postgres either chooses to use full text search and then order by memory, or it chooses to walk along primary key or index on timestamp tz, and then apply filtering in memory for full text search. Which both are not perfect paths, right? So like the problem is obvious. And it's not fully solved. But with RAM, it's solved again. Like maybe you should try it. So we should also mention that there is a, there is date and there is time. And when some engineer creates something, some column call, call, and calling this column time, but it's timestamp, it breaks my mind always. <laughs> because like, okay, this, this uh, frame, framework uh, of naming in Postgres. I like adapted it already and I cannot see time when it's timestamp. No, it's not time. It also includes dates. Like, like at least let's say date time. By the way, maybe standard also has date time. I remember other database system have uh, date time as data type. So there is date, there is time. When we combine them, it's the, it's timestamp, right? <laughs> like it's full thing, yeah. but we can have also a column of, of type date, right? Or, or of type yeah. time. Why not? Yeah, but I think date gets dates difficult because of the boundaries, right? Like, what does like midnight and time? Like, I think it's tricky. I think uh, personally, I would stick to timestamps in general. But what I maybe I'm missing. Well, the it's uh, two better in terms two times better in terms of performance because or in terms of storage because it's four, it's four bytes, right? So you can save some bytes if you want. But you should remember. If, of course, about uh, alignment painting, painting. If you place date and then integer eight, no benefits because uh, four bytes will be filled by zeros. So you should combine with our four byte uh, column. I don't use it often, honestly. So I agree with you here. But also there is time. And sometimes we technically we can use timestamp as time saying like you can use timestamp instead of date 
taking some time of day, but also you will uh, start thinking, okay, if it's time with time zone, it's another date can be different depending on time zone. So it's, it's, it's becoming tricky. So probably this is where you probably will try to choose timestamp without time zone, just to be concrete. Okay. It's UTC. I consider it as UTC. This is our date. That's it. Again, Depends, right? But if you think about time, technically you can use timestamp just like choosing some date always, like January 1st, something, right? I don't know. But it's not, uh, it looks ugly, right? So time sometimes is needed. Yeah, so there's there's time with time zone as well and time. And there's a really good note in the documentation and on that wiki page I mentioned earlier to say basically... I think there's no exception. They couldn't think of a single exception where you would want time with time zone. Uh, they go into some details as to why that's um, why that makes sense. But time on its own makes sense in terms of like a photo of a clock or like a if if you're if you're a calendar application or to do list application and you want the meet like let's say you want to go walk your dogs at nine a.m. every day, you want that to be nine a.m in summer and maybe you want that to be 9am in winter but it's like it's yeah. it's the time of day not uh not a time in in a, with a date and so i think I, I can see more uses for that and i probably would store it as time because it's not uh time yeah maybe right? yeah also worth mentioning they all uh, uh, both timestamp both of timestamps and both of times uh, they have precision um how to say modifier Right, so you can in parentheses you can say I I don't want uh, microseconds, just put a zero there and that's it. Also convenient, I use it sometimes because like it becomes easier to have predictable output without. Just now converted to timestamp well, and zero in parentheses gives gives you timestamp with seconds but without my, my milliseconds. The wiki advises against it. I think because it rounds rather than truncates. Okay. So it, it's possible to round to a time in the future. Okay. Which might not be what you want. But yeah, it's interesting. They, I think they recommend truncate instead of date trunk as okay. a function. Or time. I can't remember. Date trunk so. will give you, yeah, it will give you, you can give, you can take seconds. Yeah, right. So yeah, and everything else will be filled like with zeros, right? Right. Or it just can be if you want, for example, to take only date from like my small trick. Uh, usually if I have timestamps, I, I want only date, for example, to then aggregate and have some report. I use left 10, <laughs> left timestamp value, comma 10. It gives you date usually, right? It, it's, uh, it's stable because we have four digits for year and divider and like, and so on and so on. So, uh, left is uh, much faster, but of course, day trunk uh, day, for example, also works. So it depends. Uh, it, it it depends. Uh, but uh, left function, I love it. It's uh, of course it's to work with text, but it's it's much shorter sometimes. So yeah, but uh, interesting that time is a regular time without time zone. It's also eight bytes, but with time zone, it's twelve bytes. <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand that. How could it be more? Surprise. I don't know why, but surprise. So that's why I usually try to stick with timestamps as, as long as I can. And only then I, I go to less, uh, for me, to less popular data types. But interval is, interval is even worse. It's uh, 16 bytes. <laughs> so, but I, so why, why is that? Is it because it's storing two timestamps? Actually, I don't know. 
<laughs> question to okay. our listeners leave sense, a comment right? if you're watching at youtube yeah. for, uh, for, uh, uh, leave a comment please uh, explain why it's an interesting question well well interesting but not like if again if you store it or uh, you care but you don't don't have good um, a lot of good options interval is very good uh, it's very powerful and uh, very flexible very convenient uh, i use it a lot including for dba practice for example you want to understand how long your transaction or statement lasts or when last state change happened and you want something like age you will have you can you can use minus operator and you will have interval as output by the way question to you what would you use if you select from pgset activity to see when transaction like transaction age for example how would you use it so there is the exact exact start x x a c t underscore start column and there is of course current timestamp so most people not most people many people uh, use now function minus uh, exact start but uh, it's quite wrong uh, now function is very good in terms of performance because it gets uh, timestamp only once in the beginning of your transaction. So your, your, your select is also a transaction, right? So now is calculated yeah, yeah. only in the beginning, but PGSET activity, it's not a normal table. Uh, and uh, values are constantly shifting. And we, if it's quite big, while we read it, we, we, it's not stable. It's not, we don't have snapshot there. So you will have, uh, like shifted uh, values, you probably will end up with uh, ne negative age values, negative intervals. So what you should use is less performant uh, because uh, less performant function because it will calculate current um, timestamp uh, for each row. It's called clock timestamp. So clock timestamp yeah. minus exact uh, start and uh, transaction start right so and in this case you won't have negative values so, which is good right? <laughs> so yeah so small trick and sometimes it's also worth remembering that now it's like it's like boom and you have it for all but maybe it's not what you want okay good uh anything else we wanted to cover i only had one more which is only tangentially related but i heard some good advice a while back that if you are adding a column that's a boolean that you're probably planning to use a boolean for consider using a timestamp hmm. so i think the, the the good cases that i've heard uh, for this are things like unsubscribed at or yeah. you know it, it's basically sometimes you don't you don't necessarily need it for the first set of features but it can be incredibly useful down the line yeah i also use it this approach yeah it but you should remember storage uh, overhead of course because uh, boolean uh, of course it's not one bit it's one byte it's already you already are eight time worse than you could be <laughs> you can be like most uh, storage uh, efficient uh, approach would be like uh, spend one byte for eight checkboxes right and then uh, work with uh, bit operations but uh, okay if you have boolean column it's one byte of course uh, if you if you pack if you have eight of them they will occupy eight bytes it's good if you have boolean boolean and then timestamp or integer eight you will have seven bytes lost anyway but uh, in this case of course uh, switching to timestamp won't uh, be won't make any difference in terms of storage overhead right yeah but it was more like yeah you're obviously you're right in terms of storage but 
it's more of like a, I thought, I think it's like quite a good thinking exercise when you're designing a new feature, just to think, would there, could there be benefits down the line of storing this in a different, different format? Um, and that, when, yeah, it makes, it's made me. Think when you, de- when you are designing, you think about if you need uh, to remember when checkboxes are, we are pressed or clicked or checked. Right. So yeah, it's, it's depends on the application, of course. Oh, I wanted to mention, uh, these all balls, you know, all balls. What, what is all balls? <laughs> oh, yes. All the, uh, yeah. the time, the zero, right. zero, 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 zero time, UTC. Right. So yeah, it's a, it's kind of like interesting joke, maybe. Right. So, but, uh, but it's committed, right? Like it, it works. works of course, you can say, uh, yeah, yeah. oh, by the way, uh, how to, ch- how to get, um, interval how to get uh, current time minus one day like now minus uh, i write one day in uh, in um, uh, commas uh, not in commas in in quotes single quotes and then convert it to interval and that's it or say minus interval and then uh, string literal one day it works perfectly or one hour one like it, it works but uh, also there is uh, so wall balls it's like also in single uh, quotes uh, you convert it to time and have this time but uh, like it's it's kind of a joke but uh, what is more useful is infinity minus infinity and uh, plus infinity right this uh, is useful you can have a timestamp infinity and uh, i can imagine very good use cases when it, it's like very very helpful to develop good application behavior that's a really good point. So I, um, there's, I feel like I've mentioned it too many times already, but that wiki article, I think also includes not using it or between probably not being what you want when it comes to, um, timestamps and you probably want less than one and greater than another. And that's, I think that's where I've seen infinity used most. Yeah. So you might want to be selecting all times from sometime in the future to positive infinity or from sometime in the past, uh, to, uh, but less than uh, minus infinity. Right, right. Agree. Good. So what else? Or that's it. We wanted uh, to keep it short. Uh, that's all I had. Yeah. Then let's wrap up and uh, call it a day, right? Yeah, fabulous. Thank you so much. Thanks everyone for listening. Keep the suggestions coming and see you next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>